Cast Iron Brains, a BrainIron.com production. Here's 11 minutes or less of news for today, Tuesday, December 19th, 2023. A poll released this morning by the New York Times and Siena College finds that a healthy majority of voters, some 57 percent, disapprove of President Joe Biden's handling of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, and 46 percent trust former President Donald Trump to do a better job handling the U.S. response, with just a third of voters preferring Biden to Trump on the issue. To the limited extent that they can express anything with a modicum of understanding or coherence, younger voters are particularly critical of the president, with nearly three in four 18- to 29-year-olds expressing disapproval of his handling of the conflict. Those voters also back Trump in a potential rematch, 49-43%. to Going by the interviews presented in the article alongside the poll results, a paywall-free version of which is available in the show notes for this episode at brainiron.substack.com. The 18- to 29-year-old demographic can be charitably described as passionate and confused, full of big feelings about things they only know anything at all about because of what the TikTok and Instagram algorithms have been ceaselessly feeding into their brain's outrage and reward centers. The article states that, quote, even when controlling for age... TikTok users were more critical of the Biden administration's policies toward Israel, end quote. A 20-year-old Temple University student said the following, quote, I'd like him to show some compassion for the Palestinian families and the Israeli families that are receiving the main blow of it all in Gaza. This country has plenty of money to send to the civilians who are being actively harmed by this conflict, end quote. A 27-years-old software engineer in San Francisco, who above all else wants to avoid a second Trump term, is also upset at Biden's siding with Israel in the conflict, saying, quote, I don't want to vote for someone who is not aligned with my own personal values, as Biden has shown he is not when it comes to Gaza, end quote. A 24-years-old Asheville, North Carolina-based salesman who prefers Trump to Biden, meanwhile, said, quote, He's pushing Israel to pursue peace with Hamas, where I personally don't believe Israel should seek peace with Hamas. End quote. Rounding out the burn-it-all-down demographic nightmare, a 30-years-old video producer in Cary, North Carolina, told the Times that he believed Biden and Trump represent, quote, two sides of the same coin, end quote, and that he trusts neither man on the Israel issue. The Times article states, quote, If pushed to choose, he'd reluctantly opt for Mr. Trump, he said, though he's leaning toward Robert F. Kennedy Jr., the anti-vaccine conspiracy theorist running as an independent. He said he wanted Mr. Biden to be punished. We're at a point where I think all of this needs to stop, Mr. Crochet said of the Gaza war. I think Biden needs to be accountable for this. I think he should be held liable for crimes, end quote. Overall, the Times-Siena poll finds that the hypothetical rematch between Biden and Trump is a toss-up at the moment, with Trump's two-point lead among respondents flipping to a two-point advantage for Biden when only likely voters are counted. The 2024 United States presidential election takes place in 322 days. 
In a completely unrelated story with no greater metaphorical implications, the Washington Post has a lengthy feature this morning that outlines the various ways in which all of Washington, D.C., including the majestic marble buildings and monuments and the civilian infrastructure, is increasingly vulnerable to catastrophic flooding, as investments in infrastructural improvements to counter regular flooding have not kept pace with the apparent effects of climate change, and the city is built, like New Orleans, on a low-lying delta. There is a link to that story in today's show notes, which the morning press encourages you to peruse strictly for its factual content, and not as symbolic of anything else at all. As for proof that the city has not already collapsed into the shifting wet dirt and rubble over which it was constructed, the 118th Congress is on pace to be one of the most unproductive legislative bodies in modern history, Axios is reporting. Just 20 laws have been passed and signed this year, with four more on the president's desk awaiting his signature. The vast majority were uncontroversial bills passed with minimal opposition, including a law to mint a coin to commemorate 250 years of the United States Marine Corps. This puts the 118th Congress on pace to achieve a truly impressive amount of nothing, as 2024 is an election year and not much meaningful legislation is expected to get done next year either. Rudy Giuliani, the former mayor of New York and occasional attorney to Donald Trump, who was ordered just last Friday to pay two Atlanta women $148 million in damages for unsubstantiated lies he told about them with regard to the 2020 presidential election, is being sued by the same two women again after he spent the weekend defaming them in precisely the same way for which he was just found guilty. This follow-on civil suit is in addition to the criminal charges Giuliani still faces in Georgia, and he is believed to be one of several unnamed co-conspirators in a federal indictment of Donald Trump. Giuliani is 79 years old and is not believed to possess the financial resources necessary to pay what he has been ordered to pay. A volcano has erupted in southwestern Iceland, spewing liquid-hot magma into the dark night sky on Monday night in a spectacular display of all that man is utterly incapable of controlling. The fissure opened just a couple of miles north of the small fishing town of Grindavik, which had already been evacuated due to an earthquake in November, in a dramatic late-night operation as the ground shook beneath the feet of fleeing townspeople. The 3.5-kilometer-long crack in the surface of the Earth that has allowed between 3,500 and 7,000 cubic feet of lava per second to gurgle forth from the depths of the planet is a continuation of notable seismic activity that has impacted the region on and off since 2021. Iceland is a seismic and volcanic hotspot, Reuters reports, as it is situated directly above the meeting point of the oppositionally shifting Eurasian and North American tectonic plates, two of the largest tectonic plates on the planet. Updating a story the morning press brought to you yesterday, U.S. District Judge Rossi Allen issued a restraining order on Monday, temporarily stopping U.S. Army work crews from removing the Confederate Memorial, a giant bronze statue atop a 32-foot-tall pedestal funded by the United Daughters of the Confederacy and erected in Arlington National Cemetery in 1914. The memorial portrays a romanticized vision of the Confederacy as a noble, lost cause, and includes depictions of two loyal slaves, one a so-called mammy holding an officer's baby, and another faithfully following his owner into war, along with many life-sized renderings of mythical gods next to Confederate soldiers and civilians. <laughs> 
The removal of the statue is being challenged on environmental grounds, with the group Defense Arlington filing suit with an accusation that the Pentagon has failed to complete a comprehensive review of the impact that the removal of the statue would have on adjacent grave sites. The cemetery has responded to these criticisms by pointing out that the granite base and foundation of the memorial, and thus the bulk of the weight of the display, would be left in place in order to minimize whatever disturbance might be caused by the statue's removal. A hearing is set for Wednesday in U.S. District Court to determine if the environmental impact gambit will go down as just one more lost cause, or if the statue will stand into 2024 in defiance of a January 1st deadline imposed by Congress. In entertainment news, Jonathan Majors was convicted of assault and harassment of a former romantic partner on Monday at the conclusion of a trial that he'd hoped would prove him innocent and pave the way for his re-emergence as one of Hollywood's rising stars. The trial painted a troubling picture of the actor, who Disney and Marvel had tabbed as the primary antagonist of the next phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, as someone prone to violent outbursts and psychological manipulation of his then-girlfriend. In an audio file played in court, Majors described himself as a great man and demanded that his then-partner be more like Coretta Scott King and Michelle Obama. Quote, I'm a great man. A great man. I am doing great things, not just for me, but for my culture and for the world. That is actually the position I'm in. That's real, Majors said. The woman that supports me, that I support, needs to be a great woman and make sacrifices the way that man is making for her, end quote. Those sacrifices apparently included enduring violent physical assault and living in fear for her physical well-being. Disney has announced that Majors has been dropped from all future movie projects. He will be sentenced in February. Now, here's a look at the weather. Sometimes, when the news is bleak and the outlook seems even bleaker, it helps to ingest it all with a heaping spoonful of absurdist optimism. Like Mary Poppins' famous spoonful of sugar to help the medicine go down, the morning press finds that pushing through the often depressing stories of the day with a verging on curdled performative joyousness helps us counter the rising tide of cynical bile and can provide a calming acceptance of the world as it is. Rather than a dark feeling of helplessness and despair, we're left instead with the soothing certainty that that's just how it is, how it always had to be. And as long as you can open the curtains and see the wind blowing in the trees, the sharp-angled sun filtered through the evergreens and the last brown leaves of autumn hanging on for another few days, you'll see it's not so bad out there as all that, after all. And if the earth should split in two, belching its frothing and churning violent destruction over all the Icarian hopes and dreams and plans of fallible stupid men, Still the known universe's best-yet-effort at the organization of cells into something like a discernible intelligence. That will just be how it always had to be, too. But for now, it's not so bad out there. Certainly better than the alternative. That's the weather from here. How's it look out your window? The Morning Press is a production of the BrainIron.com multinational media empire. Please direct comments and complaints to brainironpodcast at gmail.com or visit the website at brainiron.com. 
For a transcript of today's episode and links to the stories referenced, find The Morning Press at brainiron.substack.com. Thanks, and barring the sudden onset of the inevitable, we'll talk to you tomorrow. The proceeding was created with 100% human content.